<laughs> Goat League Assemble! This week's podcast is brought to you by Duolingo. Duolingo is a language app that uses a gamified approach to language learning with lessons that incorporate translating, interactive exercises, quizzes, and stories to make learning more engaging and fun. Download Duolingo today on Apple or other Samsung models. Charles, well, how are we doing? <laughs> we're, uh, we're doing much better after that. I was trying not to laugh. We've been on uh, the, the big streak as we prepare to uh, go to Europe in a little less than two weeks as we record this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found that uh, Duolingo is quite addicting. Um, even, I mean, it's a good excuse with this trip, but even if I wasn't going on the trip, I may, I may start, I may start freaking Spanish on it. Yeah. I'd be good to know. I mean, it's going to be uh, the official language here in about 20 years. Yeah. And Baxter, you, you know, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> and if he did, he would, uh, he would know what Baxter was saying. So another reason to learn <laughs> Spanish. Yeah. Yo, I so, feel kind of like um, I feel kind of like Baxter tonight because I ate the equivalent of a whole wheel of cheese. Uh, went to a little Mexican cantina for dinner with the, with the old boss. With the boss down in down in Charleston, the old holy city. Okay, Kelsey. All right, Pat Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you? What you, munch, what you munching on? Uh, well, besides box, no. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I got me, I got me a little pub sub um, roast beef, and uh, I keep having to make sure that these dogs don't run back and try to steal it. They're getting smart, but uh, yeah. What What about you? Would uh, I know you said you had a lot of food. Are you gonna get any dessert this evening at the hotel? A little room service. Uh, no, no dessert, but I do have a cup of coffee Zen Zen, you know, nice little, uh, mm-hmm. cappuccino, espresso, uh, latte nightcap for me. Hell yeah. That'll put you out and bring you up at the same time. Yeah. And I just, just finished Better Call Saul. So it's next up on, uh, you know, what, what TV show I may try to, next i mean with this writer's strike i feel like we're missing out on a lot of shows that were supposed to come out by august if not before um that are still not out have you seen silo on uh Apple? i heard it's good i've heard it's good <laughs> it's worth the watch i think the second season is not too far off is it very sci-fi or uh not very but just like very like alternate world technically science right. fiction vibe okay for sure but okay. yeah it's a good watch my boss uh we were talking kind of about aliens and ufos today just you know just car rides just shooting the shit and um he thinks you know we we know that extraterrestrial ufo life forces have been discovered right we know that through the government now with all the whistleblowers and um you know 
information releases that we've gotten. And he thinks aliens are not coming from like outer space, right? Space. He thinks they're coming from the ocean where we haven't really Explore. discovered. We, we know more about space than the ocean. And when he was kind of explaining it, his, his theory about it, I was like, you know, damn. That ain't bad. Um, no. He also thinks when you go and look at like heavy radiation places like Japan back in the day or, you know, these places that aliens are being found are a lot of times where radiation studies like New Mexico and, and all this stuff are going on. He thinks it could be from like interdimensional where you get a heavy radiation and then you get these, you know, alien life forces that come in and was like, Hey, like y'all got to stop fucking with us. So that was interesting. Yep. Um, kind of bought into it, even though I don't really think aliens are real, but you know, teach his own. What are aliens? Like technically isn't anything from a foreign place an alien. Yeah, I mean, yeah, technically I'm just saying extraterrestrial beings. I think <laughs> like, I agree with you. I don't think there's anything like ETs out there. No, no, there's nothing like, you know, the Martians or anything. That's like, like saying that, Jesus but... is white. Right. <laughs> right. Wait, he's not? <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about, brother? Yeah, you got some splaining to do. Uh, yeah. I, uh, speaking of splaining to do... Vikram had a god awful week. He's got some explaining to do. Is now he's owing Nunnery forty uh, seventy bucks. Yeah, almost. He barely scored what he owes in U.S. dollar amounts. Um, he had seventy one points going against Nunnery. Ironic. Um, and Nunnery absolutely mollywopped the whole league this week. Almost had one hundred and fifty points. Charles, 35 points from a defense. I haven't done the, the research in our league, but is it possible that's the most points ever scored for a defensive special teams in our league's history? No, I would say it, it's borderline a, a given. That's a, an insane amount of points. Like 25 is an insane game for defense. So I, I don't I mean, know. let's break – Let's break down. Like, let's jump right into week one. Like, the dude had a Deshaun Watson, great game from Deshaun Watson, beat the shit out of the uh, Bengals, um, rushing touchdown, passing touchdown. Tw- go ahead and say 21 points from him. Then you have Tyreek, the Cheetah Hill, 41 points on the dot. Insane. Nin- 19 points from Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, Dallas huge. defense thirty five, and you know what's crazy? If Nunnery wanted to be like, "Oh, I'm going to win this week," I don't really care. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start Anthony Richardson. Oh, okay, more points than Deshaun Watson had in his debut. Oh wow, I didn't even realize that. That fantasy points that's that's sick. He looked yeah. good. Yeah, he he didn't look bad. Yeah, he looked capable. That's that's. That's one thing. I mean, that's a for especially for a debut. 
Uh, also got a surprising 10 points from Deshaun Watson. I was not expecting that. Um, but, you know, good for Nunnery. And, and you look over at, at Vic's side of things, right? I mean, there's some silver linings here. Josh Allen, I assume he's not going to have those type of games anymore. Um, yes, three interceptions. I was listening um, on on a couple of podcasts on Monday. Josh Josh Allen on like Monday night games and I think week one games. It's got like a twenty four to like six interception ratio in his career, and uh, completely laid to bed. You know. Having to start Pacheco and McKinnon on a Thursday night opening week game, like brutal, brutal. Um, <laughs> but he got he got some positive stuff out of uh, Metcalf, who had a touchdown early on. Um, I like what I saw out of Miles Sanders fantasy wise. Right, I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get a lot of action in that offense. And then you know, Green Bay defense, probably for me the second most impressive defensive performance uh, for week one. I mean, they had a touchdown, interception, had a fumble recovery. They they swarmed the quarterback in the second half, which with Justin Fields is really tough to do. Um, and when you got Jair Alexander and Darnell Savage in the secondary, um, that's an underrated scary defense right there. And um, I, I mean, I, I know I said it last week. That was my lock of the week with Green Bay. To cover, plus one, um, yep. make a lot. Looking at the Vikings, looking at, you know, the Bears, looking at how J- Jordan Love, perfect quarterback pass rating week one, I would not be shocked if they won that division by one or two games at, at this point in the season. Yeah, it's going to be a tough division overall, I think. I'll be probably first or second hardest division in football. Yeah. Across like breadth wise, yep. Um, but one encouraging thing also from you know you're looking at a uh, nunnery. I mean Gibbs wasn't even used that much. He looked good in his first game. He only had seven points. I mean he's going to have some big games. He's definitely capable. So I mean I like nunnery's team. Is my point. And he's got Alvin Kamara just kind of like waiting in the shadows. Um, Possibly. So <laughs> we'll see. He could have a really solid squad. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's look at the second lowest point scored on the week, and that would be myself. Um, I lost in a nasty game to, to Jordan. A lot of nasty games out there this week. Uh, low scoring, weird week one. Um, it, was a, it was a rainy – you know what? You know what? Week one kind of reminded me of fantasy wise. It, it, it was like that Sunday. You get you start to get it in about November, December, where in North Carolina, it's about forty one degrees. It's got like this constant soft rain. It's not pouring down, but it's not sprinkling. It's too cold to go do anything or even be outside, but it's not cold enough to snow. And you just got this just nasty Sunday morning, and you're just like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't even want to look at my fantasy squad. And that's what, in the GOAT League this week, that's exactly 
how our league kind of shaped up. Everybody across the board except for really two people. Yeah, Nunnery and uh, and Mooney, um, two two previous head to head foes, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so we, uh, I think the we had a bad week, you know. We, as in my team, um, it was it was bad. I mean, I, I feel still pretty solid. I mean, Daniel Jones is going to be. That was a weird one off. I mean, first yeah. game of the year. I'm not too worried. Josh Jacobs only eight points. Uh, I'm not worried. He'll be. I mean, I will be interested to see. I mean, he got. 19 carries. I mean, if he can keep getting that kind of volume, it'll kind of work itself out. Right. Um, and uh, I like Algier. I think I've got to throw him in at RB2 this week at this point. Yeah, a little thunder lightning play there in uh, in Atlanta. If, if, if you look at um, if you look at Atlanta's second half, it was pretty much Algier. And, um, you know, Bijan's going to I mean, he looks like Saquon Barkley out there. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, uh, I think I, Bijan, I, he might be look better, honestly. Like, yeah, as far as he's like elusive. The the touchdown he had was was absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, it should have been a loss. But the volume, I think they're going to be restrictive with the volume, especially with having somebody like Algier, whereas like Barkley didn't have that when he walked right into New York. So yeah. I think for you, that that's a good play. I mean, you look at your bench. That's the one thing I worry about moving forward with you is DJ Moore is going to get more receptions, right? Starting off, but the Charbonnet, that that was surprising. Yeah, um, we'll see how Tank, it shakes out. Tank Bigsby, I think, as the season progresses, is going to be more productive, and I yep. think Mingo is going to be more productive. And For I sure. really like what what Sam Laporta had uh, week one, you know, out of Detroit. You know, just being a day one starter kind of um, check down guy. So, you know, that that's going to be really interesting how your bench plays out for the rest of the season. But, Charles, I mean, you had 70, 75 points. Like you said, Daniel Jones, he ain't going to do that every week. Jamar Chase ain't going to do that every week. Tyler Lockett, sure as hell. Not I don't know bad. what is going on in Seattle. They look complete opposite to a team that I thought was going to be tanking for Caleb Williams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you got Diggs, you got Chase, and you got Jacobs, Charles. I mean, I don't think you have anything too crazy to worry about, um, you know, plan. other than, you know, just Dobbins, you know, unfortunately sucks for him, and I feel so bad. Um, you know, he's he a uh, – Yeah, and he's an abortion survivor, man. So, as Gus, yeah. as Gus Johnson, as we were reminded with Gus Johnson. That is insane so, that he actually said that. Wild, because I don't remember him saying that back in the day, but. No, neither do I. The thing about Twitter is we're going to be reminded. That's a true. Um, and, uh, well, so Jordan did almost score 100 points, so he had an okay week. Um, yep. Etienne played really well. Uh, Cortland Sutton pretty good game Aaron Jones a lot of points um you know Javante Williams he only had seven and a half points but you know he did uh how many carries did he get he got 13 carries and what they said was going to be a snap count so I think he's going to touch the ball a lot um 
And then, uh, uh, you know, obviously Kelsey was out, so that was huge for yep. him. Couldn't even get him with, on the week with, with Kelsey out. That's a shame. Yeah, it was smart of Jordan to pick up Noah Gray, and I understand that. Um, not the production you wanted to see, but I totally get the plug and play, and, and he'll be able to put Kelsey in this week, and, and you know, we'll, we'll get to that shortly. But, hey, he's got P. Ryan as a backup to Javante Williams. I'm with you there. I think Javante Williams, this was kind of like wait-and-see type of game. He looked good. Um, and Aaron Jones – I was yelling the first half, Aaron Jones, because I watched the entire Packers game. Aaron Jones, first first quarter, right off the bat, got got carries, got action, got involved, touchdown, went quiet in the second quarter. Green Bay went away from him, went towards A.J. Dillon. And then second half, they're like, oh, wait, maybe, maybe we should – Go back to Aaron Jones. I don't know if it was because of the injury or what, but uh, yeah, that might be if they, if, I don't know if they knew something that we didn't beforehand, but, you know, at, I think he had 70-yard touchdown catch. I mean, great, great play there in the flex. You love to see it. So, um, you know, hats off yeah. to Jordan. I think Justin Fields definitely going to get more, get more action. Uh, Rashad White got the volume. Didn't really get the result, but he got the volume in that, uh, you know, Tampa Bay-Minnesota game. And then ETN looks better than he did last year. Huge, huge upside for um, for our ghost commissioner. Huh. That's true. That's very true. I think he's he has a, you know, better team than they maybe once thought. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it transpires. What matchup do you want to look at next? You know, I really want to dive right into one that I knew was going to be kind of close. I thought it was going to be, you know, the other way around. But Allen versus Cam. Cam with the win by two points. Not even two points, really. Um, And he had Geno. And he started Geno Smith. No, he terrible. He had he had Christian Watson out. Oh, that um, was an ugly win. Toothless dogs, ninety and eighty-eight. Or, yeah, he he got a he uh, Cam got a very uh, in the early slate got a very fortunate Brian Robinson Jr. touchdown. Sam Howell completely missed Terry McLaurin right over the middle in the end zone. Scrambled oh. out of the pocket and dumped it off to, to Robinson for a touchdown. Um, you know, Garrett Wilson got a really late TD in that Monday night game. And they kind of oh, sent yeah. him over the edge. The week. Yep. Get, kind of sent him over the edge because, you know, Calvin Ridley, Trevor Lawrence connection is going to be huge. Um, yeah. So, you know, hats yeah. off to uh, Cam. But, you know, you look at Allen's side of things, Mahomes was Mahomes. Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry. You know, other than that, um, you know, didn't get a ton of action out of the C.D. Lambs or the Kyle Pitts of the world uh, and and left Brees Hall on the bench. Which, yeah, which tough. I get. That, I get because it was a Monday night game and he was questionable. It was tough. I, I get he was questionable, but, you know, Cam Akers got to be slid down. I, I think now that you look at it and 
Um, yeah, now, for sure. He's, I didn't, he's, got, who, he's got two on the bench. He can't. He's Cam, got uh, two on the bench. Oh, yeah. He had two on the bench, too. Wow. Wow. He, I mean, he, he wasn't going to start him over my homes, but. He may have to start uh, East Carolina's finest, Zay Jones, in that slot, uh, in that flex position instead of Jamal Williams. Yeah, going forward, especially when Kamara comes back. So, I agree with uh, you there. Um, two, two, you know, pretty solid overall teams. I think everybody's got some, you know, got some pieces pretty much in the league. Um, but there was, a, I know there was another close game. Uh, was it? I think it was yeah, yours and Cravens. Um, Craven yep. was ninety five or ninety four ish, and so he beat you by about nine points. Um, and really, and it was it was much closer than that heading into. Oh, for sure, uh, Pollard had two in, bullshit one yard yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, the Pollard one kind of hurt me. I, I I think I was up five point. I think it was eighty five to eighty with Pollard. It might have been eighty five to seventy eight if I wasn't mistaken. Going into the Monday night game, Pollard got that first touchdown. Um. Excuse me, not not Monday night game. Sorry. Um, and Pollard got that first touchdown. Sunday. It, Sunday night, yeah. Made it a close, you know, two, three points. And it stayed that way until late in the second half. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I – and, um, that one shocked me, but I'll tell you one thing on both sides, on Craven's side and my side, where you saw T. Higgins, zero points. Yeah, terrible. He, he'd he be arguably a wide receiver one on any other team. Um, and any given week, he could be a wide receiver one for the Bengals. Uh, and then last year the, the, with Dallas Goddard, I was absolutely shocked to see what Dallas Goddard did in a very, very close, tight matchup um, with Philly and and New England. So, interesting week. Uh, this matchup was was close. You, you had a bad Lamar Jackson game. You had a bad Antonio Gibson game. Yeah, you got awful. You had a, uh, you know, I think A.J. Dillon's going to, I think, as a Packers fan, man, I just don't see AJ Dillon having any type of breakout games fantasy wise. But Jacoby Myers, so twenty four flash points. in the pan. It's gonna be hard to time it anyway. Yeah, can never confidently and, play him. And classic Craven, you know, complaining. Oh, my bench is always outscoring. Dog, it was Russell Wilson with fifteen freaking points. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was and Josh it Kelly, was, and it's like Josh oh, Kelly, play like. Him. Okay, yeah, you, you you made the right decision there. Just like Darnell Mooney on my bench. 13 points, like, yeah, but it's it's Darnell Mooney. Yeah, right? you, don't, not, <laughs> you don't start Mooney in that situation. <laughs> I literally have four other receivers that you're starting in the flex over him. Oh, every for week. sure. I would have done I would have done that first. I mean, looking at him very obviously. Um, unless he does it again, you know, but um, sure yeah, what can you say? Too. Uh, tough one for me. Still projected as the last team, but you know we're we're still holding we're still holding hope. I mean, you got B. John Robinson, you got T. Higgins, 
you got great receivers on this squad. I, I like, I like where we're at. And um, same thing for Craven, you know, the, the Debo's, the Jalen Waddles, the Dallas Goddard's of the world. They're going to carry this team uh, along with, along with uh, Lamar Jackson, but oh, yeah. Kobe Myers doing what he did. Uh, flash in the pan, flash in the pan. So hats off to Craven there. <laughs> yeah. His state boy too. That's crazy. Of course he's on some kind of roll. Uh, yeah, the longest longest win streak in uh, league history. Oh, by far, he's <laughs> the highest winning percentage over twenty five games. I mean, it's crazy. It's um, it's insane. He can't lose. He, he can't lose even last year. Um, but speaking of can't lose, because they had the second most highest points in the week. We were just talking about his second cousin Darnell. We had uh, Brian Mooney <laughs> going against. Uh, Connor Putman. Uh, yep. He, he didn't have the, the dog in him this week, uh, the, the gatter. Um, I think, you know, Odell was just such a, such a um, kind of risky play. I mean, it's not like it would have mattered. It's not like he was going to start 2 2 out well over him, but Odell could be good. I just, I don't know, man. I just haven't seen him play good football in so long. I'm interested to see how that can develop. And Olave is going to be great. He had such a good keeper with him. Great keeper. Um, I'll tell you one thing that worries me about, about Connor outside of the Odell Beckham, because he's got a solid team. The thing that worries me is one, you drafted George Kittle, (laughs) who I think is not a Brock Purdy favorite. And that, that was proven when Brock Purdy came on for Garoppolo late in the season last year. Um, yeah. But also, and he's had the injury bug a little bit. Injury bug. But also, Connor, he's playing for the second half of the season. He's got Jonathan Taylor. He's got Jerry Judy. He's got Jameson Williams, who True. all can't play right now. Yeah. Long game. I mean, his bench maybe scored – 30 points last week. Yeah, fucking 23. 23 points last week. You ain't got too many options there. You know, Addison looked good. Um, He's got a good Miami defense will be better, but, and, and, you know, Jalen Hurts will be better, but I, I worry on the longevity part of Connor, unless these guys can get healthy, or Jonathan Taylor can play after week four. Um, could be could be an interesting play. And then, what what do you what did you see on Mooney's squad other than a lot of points? Uh, I saw that I yeah I'm very interested to see if Ayuk is going to be like a, a top receiver finally, or if this is just a you know week one flash in a pan. He's going to be solid, but this was kind of a outlier. I lean that way, but I also don't think Christian Kirk's getting you a one point four. Um, and he's got some other options on the bench as well. But, you know, Ayuk went off. McCaffrey, obviously, was a stud. Lawrence had a solid game. Mostert's hurt, uh, 12 points, but he's hurt now. But he has Zay Flowers on the bench, uh, who he can certainly play. And, uh, you know, Keith Gainwell is also hurt, so you can't play him. But Elijah Moore looked pretty decent for the Browns. He could play him. Yeah, and, and how about Romeo Dubs? I mean, I think – Oh, yeah. 
that was that was huge. That was a huge play. Um, you know, Gainwell was was a guy that I was very reluctant to drop. You know, I, I think I drafted him real late yeah. um, during the draft, and I knew that he was going to be the big down back, and he was going to get most of the carries instead of DeAndre Swift. Um, just worried about longevity wise and, and, uh, kind of what the outlook was for the Eagles. And, uh, you know, with him being ruled out week two, this is DeAndre Swift season. Um, it's time to, time for him to break out. I don't know if he's going to be able to, but, you know, yeah. pick up for Mooney with game well. And like you said, man, I mean, Christian Kirk, you see what he's, you see what he did last week. You got Zay Flowers and Dub and Romeo Dobbs right there in the in the wake. You know, just be plugged yeah. in. Would not be surprised. I'm I'm with you. I think Ayuk flash in the pan. I don't I don't think he scores twenty eight point nine points again um, for the rest yeah, of the season. Once. Maybe once. Um, but yeah. when you got Lawrence and you got McCaffrey, he's gonna be he's gonna be okay. AJ Brown's definitely gonna have. His own games as well. Bigger so, weeks. Uh, yeah. yeah, big week for Mooney, and you know maybe I was wrong on on the season outlook as as far as playoff picture goes. He said he took it personally. It was your way too early, like magazine subscription, like way too early top twenty five college basketball. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's what it was. It's, it's, it's okay. Um, yeah, we had one last matchup. It was Paul. He also, you know. Uh, this one was this personally. one was the most surprising of the week. Yeah, I mean, Weston's team kind of kind of you know dudded with Joe Burrow. Obviously, not going to be that bad. And Swift did absolutely nothing, which was pretty surprising. And um, you know, he had a decent week outside of that. But then on you know Paul's side, he had a zero from Drake London, a straight up zero. Um, yeah, but you know, Eckler Herbert combo. Pepper in a good game from Devontae Smith and some other decency, and that's all he needed. And he's got Justin Herbert, you know, as the quarterback who's who's going to get you past touchdowns. He got a rush in one, uh, which kind of upped the point total. Um, you know, both teams, I worry about their bench. They don't really have a lot to give. Um, shout out to Paul for thinking Kadarius Tony was going to be anything other than just a joke on Instagram. Um you know, Gabe Davis is Gabe Davis. He 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 is who's always been. And, <laughs> yep. Um, you know, whenever you got a New York Giants receiver on your squad, you're reaching. Um, and you know, Weston side of things, Hunter Renfro is he may be out of the league in a year and a half. Um Rashad Penny hurt, obviously. Quentin Johnson's gonna find his way into that receiving core. Yeah, he will. Especially Eventually, when he gets hurt. I really like the Curtis Samuel, um, you know, production there, and, and I think Tyler Boyd could could possibly give him something. But um, you know, as far as Weston goes, like you're just not going to have three points out of Joe Burrow again, and I don't think next week you're going to have point eight points out of DeAndre Swift. So um, yeah, you know. As we look to next week, I, I think we're going to see Weston over 100. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree. Um, well, shall we go into 
next week slash this week. Let's do it. Um, I want to just go right back to what we were talking about because I'd be interested to see how he bounced back versus the team that just destroyed. This is Weston versus Nunnery. Um, Matchup of the week for sure. I, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, but Weston has a solid team. Joe Burrow will play, but even if it's not this game, he'll be good. Uh, DeMonte Adams, Justin Jefferson, Amon Ra, you know, Chris Godwin. I mean, that's that's some solid-ass receivers. Um, mixed yeah, in and, with... don't, and don't be surprised if Ingram doesn't get a touchdown this week for Jacksonville. Okay. All right. Yeah, I agree. I like Ingram a lot. That's uh, – I think he'll be uh, – if he stays healthy, he's a top six easy – tight end in fantasy all year maybe top five yeah um so but you know for nunnery i think it'll just be interesting to see you know how much more gibbs is involved and obviously tyreek's gonna have a little bit calmer of a week than you know law of averages Um, right i can't really see i mean Pittman's playing the the texans so it's possible that he has a good game again um but i'm gonna take weston to win this one by probably 15 points. Charles, I'm with you. I, I think Weston wins big this week. I think he bounces back. Um, I'm interested to see if Nunnery decides to go Anthony Richardson against Houston over Deshaun Watson playing Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh losing as badly as they did to the 49ers last week. Um, they're going to come out in a, in a rivalry game against uh, the one and zero Cleveland Browns coming off the big win against the Bengals. Can Deshaun Watson do what he did last week? I'm not sure, but I, I like my what I saw out of the Colts in, in that matchup against Jacksonville compared to, um, you know, what I saw out of out of uh, Pittsburgh against the 49ers. So interested to see what Nunnery does there. That may make it a little bit closer, but not sold on Najee Harris. Not long term. Like you said, law of averages with, with Tyreek Hill. He's got Jalen Warren at least on the bench. I will say that. And I could see a I could see an Amari Cooper touchdown. I'm not saying gonna be anything, you know, crazy, but I, I could see I could see some stuff get a little interesting there and, and interesting to see what Gus Edwards, Baltimore Ravens, Justice Hill, kind of what they're gonna have planned going forward in the backfield in a very good Baltimore Ravens um, squad that didn't really impress fantasy-wise last week, but kind of won easily against the, you know, the, the, the Texans. So, uh, yes, it is. to see what goes there. Yeah, me too. Um, so, we're both taking Weston. No locks of the week. No touchdown locks. Right. <laughs> um, so – Let's look at the guy that we talked about that just had this insane winning percentage over the last, you know, years. Uh, and that's Craven taking on Allen. Um, this will be a good matchup as well. Um, it's projected 111 to 104 currently. Uh, what do you see here? I see Craven going off of what ESPN predicts in scoring instead of where his heart's at. I mean, how could you have Jacoby Myers and what he did last week and look at he's AJ Dillon protocol? Well, let's see how it plays out. But if he's yeah. good to go, 
he'll and play. You've got AJ Dillon or Valdez Scantlin in both of those flex options, and not Jacoby Myers. Yeah, he's we, playing. You, you're overthinking there. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, it could definitely happen. I mean, and it, he's got Josh Kelly on the bench too. Currently, if Eckler misses, he'll play. Yeah, um, if Eckler so misses, he'll play. That'd be big for Ravens yeah. lineup, frankly. That'd be huge, uh, you know, and. I think Allen kind of bounces back here. I think I'm going to go with Allen this week. I think you see a Brees Hall touchdown. I think you see a Jamal Williams, uh, Jamal Williams big game out of New Orleans. Unfortunately, it's possible. Um, just kind of, just kind of looking at what the Falcons did last week, and yeah. then you know, Damian Pierce. Going against the Colts, look at what ETN did last week. Tank Bigsby didn't look terrible as a rookie, you know, as a, uh, you know, kind of fill in for him. I know he only had 5.4 points of fantasy, but he had some good runs. Um, sure. I'm going to take Allen here. I think this one's going to be close. I think it's going to really depend on uh, quarterback play and who wins the battle between Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes. And I'm going to go with uh, with Pat Mahomes. Yeah, especially in this matchup, like early season divisional NFC North matchup, AFC North matchups are always like just kind of gross. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, I don't think the Ravens are going to come back in like some massive way next week or it's, that's going to be a shootout. But all it takes is one little, you know, spurt and it's on, you know. Um, yeah. and I think you see – did you say you saw – you called Debo touchdown or did – I did not say that, but I will. I'll say it. Debo touchdown, um, and and uh, yeah, Allen wins by about four points. Who the hell's uh, got Debo on this team? Craven. Oh, I see it now. Shit, <laughs> it's the Debo. Um, yeah, Debo's getting in. That geez. might be a blowout. <laughs> it might be. You never know. Um, closely projected matchup. We got the old, you know, Combs early in the season cousin bowl. Uh, speaking of which, you have Kirk Cousins uh, starting on your team. Uh, yep. You've also got Bijan, who is looking mighty fine, and uh, he'll be solid in that matchup, even though he's going against the backers. Yeah, th- this. <sighs> Speaking of Kirk Cousins. You lose Sunday to the freaking Buccaneers, the Baker Bucks, as I like to call them this year. And then you got to turn around. You got to go from Minneapolis the next day, go to Philadelphia and play on Thursday night in week two. I don't like the matchup, Kirk Cousins, compared to Justin Fields going to Tampa Bay. Um, Go ahead and give that one to Jordan. Bijan Robinson and that Green Bay defensive line that just looks back to what it was a couple of years ago with Rashawn Gary healthy, along with uh, you know, the Quay Walkers and, and and whatnot, you know, putting pressure in, um, stuff in the run. I don't like that matchup compared to uh, you know, Rashad White and what Aaron Jones did. We're not sure on Antonio Gibson, but Kind of a, you know, 
sunlight look at this is is T T Higgins, Keenan Allen for me, going against um, Baltimore secondary and Tennessee secondary. Tennessee did not look great. I know they had a couple picks against New Orleans. Um, totally expect Justin Herbert to kind of you know pick his spots uh, a little bit better this week and and uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans in that flex and with Jahan Dotson going against Denver, who don't really know how good they are. Um, kind of like that matchup. But at the end of the day, we look at Jordan's team. He's only projected to lose by 0.2 points right now. And that, that's because he's got Hunter Henry starting over Travis Kelsey. Travis yeah. Kelsey, 100, 100% playing on Sunday, 100% catching a touchdown. I think Jordan wins by double digits against me. Uh, that's my lock of the week. You could call it, um, you know, any type of reverse juju that I want to put on this game for me to get a win. I don't see it happening week two, even though I always beat Jordan. Lock of the week, uh, sound the sirens, Jordan. I think that uh, that Jordan will probably beat you by double digits, but I think it's because he's going to score like a hundred and. 1,520 points this week. Mm. Um, if if Kelsey plays, assuming Kelsey plays, and assuming Aaron Jones can go. Yeah. Um, if Aaron Jones cannot, then I could see him beating you by – it could be honestly pretty close. I think it would be single digits. But we'll see. I think he squeaks by you. But, um, yeah, I think that's mainly just because – Antonio Gibson. I mean, I don't know who you're going to put in for him, but I just, I would, you just can't be confident in that at all, right? But Justice Hill might be that might might uh might have to slide in last second. Might bro. might be a little sneaky uh sneaky um substitution for Antonio Gibson. It's the plug of justice. Um, who do we got? Who do we got next here? I got a uh, Moody versus Lick, little Raleigh rivals. Yeah, I like um, this one. This is a good one. Very I rare the Wolfpack goes against each other. That's true. Uh, I I like Geno Smith this week to bounce back against the Lions. Um, I don't think you know it's going to go nuts or anything, but they'll be definitely a lot better than they were. Um, Calvin Ridley is going to possibly get the golf. Um, against the the Chiefs, uh, he'll have at least a double digit game. Um, yeah, Brian Robinson, uh, he scores again versus the Broncos. Uh, but Mooney, I, I like you know Trevor Lawrence if Calvin Ridley is balling, uh, that'll be good. I mean, it'll sub you know subside a little bit, and then I think McCaffrey has another solid game as well as Ramondre Stevenson. I think AJ Brown and the Eagles and Devonta Smith have a phenomenal game Thursday. Um, and I like Zay Flowers as a flex as well. And if he throws in, I think he probably throws in Christian Kirk. I mean, I think he has a better week. So I'll take Mooney by about 12 points. I'm with you there. I, I think Mooney wins. I think it'll be a little bit closer than 12. I give it about three to four points. I think this is going to be one of our closer matches to the, matchups of the week. I think Mooney's going to regret Romeo Dobbs going against Atlanta, not playing and, and playing Mostert against New England, uh, seeing kind of how that run game was stifled uh, against the Patriots, uh, the Eagles going against the Patriots last week. 
Uh, I don't know if Mostert's going to get back in the end zone. And then don't be surprised if Christian Watson slides into that uh, second flex spot, you know, going against Atlanta, hasn't didn't play last week. I wouldn't be shocked if you get a Romeo Dubs and a Christian Watson, touch, uh, Watson touchdown against the Falcons. But I'm going to go touchdown lock of the week for me, Charles. Darren Waller against Arizona. Love it. Lock if he's it playing, in. assuming. If he's playing, lock it in. I agree. I think Cardinals have one of the worst perennial defenses against tight ends, and uh, Giants got to have a bounce back. Right. Right. So I like that. That's that's uh that's good. I haven't got my lock of the week with the uh, touchdown, but I have. Let's see. I, I I said Brian Robinson. I said one earlier, and I've already forgotten what it was. Um, but I'll it give was, you a, uh, a lock. Lock. Okay. But in the in the next one of the next too. matchups. Oh, I did say Debo. Debo is my lock. Lock. Yeah, that's that was your lock. Lock. It's the lock. Lock. It's the um, lock, 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 lock. So no locks. I like it a lot. I like this next matchup a lot. It's Paul <laughs> versus Connor. It's the uh, it's the the the, the Met Kyle, sometimes South Carolinians that join the league. <laughs> <Bowl battle>. <laughs> 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 It's the I so, had too much bourbon and got violently offensive at some point against each other bowl. Yes, perfect. That's a perfect description as well. But I, uh, who do you who do you like in this matchup? <laughs> I I like Connor. I don't think I said this. I said this on the preview. I I'm not sold on Paul's team, and it's it's. It's his bench options. It's Deontay Johnson being out. He's having to play Gabe Davis. Um, Khalil Herbert didn't look great. Is Mark Andrews healthy? What is Drake London going to do after having no points last week against the Green Bay secondary? That's one of the best in the league. I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if Herbert, Eckler, and Kenneth Walker can carry him. Um, and, and I like Jalen Hurts to bounce back on Thursday night. I think Chubb gets in the end zone next week. Didn't get in in week one. That's Kids my Jerry that's Judy. my if, that's my lock of the week. That's my lock lock. Nick <laughs> that's Chubb your lock. That's my, my lock, lock of the week. Connor. Um, I, I like Connor in this matchup. I think this is another close one. But Chris Olave looked good. I think he's gonna look better against Carolina. <laughs> I mean, he'll get a it, lot of he'll catch a lot of passes. That's yeah. for sure. If Jerry Judy's healthy, man. Um, sky's the limit for Connor this week, and Jordan Addison. Don't sleep on it. I th- I, I think Philly's going to do a great game plan on Justin Jefferson. I don't know if he's going to have as big of a week as he did last week, but Jordan Addison could sneak into the end zone um, there. And and uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Connor here. Yeah, that's my that's my lock of the week. Connor Jalen hurts bounces back in a big way. Nick Chubb touchdown. David Montgomery plays well. Olave has a great game. Addison has a four or five catch game. Solid performance. Nico Collins Ass. scores touchdown. Plus. Mm. I like it. 
I like it as well, lack, lack. <laughs> so last but not least, we've got uh, the two teams that sucked last week, Zip and a double cup, old Vikram versus me, uh, my moon team name, Mingo Knight, as in Bingo Knight. <laughs> no, uh, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> this is brought to you by the retirement home down the street. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I'll I'll let you. I always like to get your input on my matchup before I say anything. This, this between me versus Jordan and you versus Vic. This these are the two toothless dogs fighting it out this week. Um, this one has a lot of potential, Charles. I could see this game being one twelve to one oh eight. I could see this game being. 89 to 95. Yeah. It's one of those – you got to depend on a few guys. And, and the, those few guys are DJ Moore, Dalvin Cook, okay, Miles Sanders, and then Algier. If yep. you see big boom games from those four guys, you're going to have that first score. If those guys are kind of mid, you're going to see that second score. I've got you this week in a close one, and that's strictly off of I don't know right now. I don't know about Njoku right now. Kyron Williams. <clears throat> I know we had 24 points <laughs> last weekend, but <laughs> – um, I mean, he has to start him. I mean, that's the crazy thing. He's got to start him, and let, or, or you start Lazard, you know? Um, yeah, which is tough with Zach Wilson. I do see Pacheco getting in the end zone, and I do see Josh Allen bouncing back. Not sure if DK Metcalf can get back in the end zone like he did last week. And like I said, it's you know, those two guys on his squad, the, the Sanders and the Dalvin Cooks, just really depends what they do. When you, when you go on your squad – you see a Daniel Jones going against the Arizona Cardinals. I love that matchup. You see Josh Jacobs. You see Josh Jacobs. Um, I, I, I think he can get double digits there. Sure. I, I like what Diggs is going against the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> but I really love Charles. <laughs> Jamar Chase bouncing back. Jay Moore is going to get so he's going to get so many freaking targets. He's going to get so many fucking fixings. He's going to get so many fucking fixings after that abysmal, abysmal performance against the Packers. I thought they were going to fire the damn head coach for the Bears on the spot. I know he's only been there a year, but hey, you're only throwing little dig routes, little dump routes with Justin Fields. DJ Moore is getting. Target heavy this week against the Bucks, and I think Lockett he better. Gets back he had in the two targets zone. last week. I know, I, 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 and he had a good, he had a couple good catches. Um, yeah. but and and then I think Lockett gets back in the end zone. Charles, I, I like it, and I lo- I love the Laporta plug over Fryermuth against the Cleveland Browns. I love that. I love the so Florida. I'm gonna take you this week. Uh. I hope I don't get reported from the standings this week in <laughs> 0-2. But, uh, yeah, he's a pretty good-looking, you know, golf loves himself a little tight end. He's 
he was the main offensive star at University of Iowa, so he's used yeah. to catching passes. Um, but he gets so many fucking feet. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it again. <laughs> so, I I have I think I agree, and I hate to say it, but I think I will edge out <laughs> this week. I do. I think it happens, uh, but uh, but what a recap! So you're, uh, yeah, it's the recap. Uh, so <laughs> we've got a, uh, oh man. So lock of the weeks was me taking Connor, and, and Jordan your lock me. of the week. Jordan, Jordan beat me. You. All right, all right, man. Well, who's your lock of the week for an NFL spread? All right. First off, I want to say Carolina. Got Minnesota coming home, coming to Chapel Hill. PJ Flexters um, going against Carolina. They just did not look as good as they did against South Carolina last week. How are they eight point favorites? We'll talk about that another day. I had to get that off my chest. Understood. One, with the NFL slate this week, lock of the week. Okay, I look. Last week, my lock of the week was Packers Falcons. Green Bay only favored by one against the Falcons. Scary. Might need to might need to hammer the Falcons. But my lock of the week, Charles. And I love this one's juicy. This one's ju- 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 <laughs> I'm gonna juicy. bet it as soon as you say it's good. I love this play. And I honestly hate. I honestly hate it. But I love it. It's like uh P90X. I hate it. I hate it, but I love it. But I love it. <laughs> Left hand up, just like last year, baby. We did it. We we had it. We wrote it pretty well into the season. Left hand up. Who were we? The Commanders. Plus three and a half. Four twenty-five in Denver. Sam Howell season, baby. Lock I just, uh, I, I just, I just do a t- a little fifteen. Dollar wager on the Commanders plus three and a half. Um, mm. It's locked. Uh, so, with my uh, with my lock of the week, I was thinking about going with an over. Um, I think I'm going to take the over in the Seahawks Lions game. Oh, what's uh, that one sitting at? Forty seven. It's a it's a smidge high, but honestly. I think the uh, the Lions will have success. I think it's it's in Detroit. Something about it just being there. It's just it has more ability for a shootout than, than old Seattle. Um, and you know, I think Gino bounces back. Like you said, Tyler Lockett gets in the end zone. The uh, Jigba please gets in the end zone. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's what I'm going with. <laughs> Uh, I like that one, and to parlay it together, go ahead and go ahead and put plus nine and a half on. Raiders. Okay, I like it. Uh, I could see the Bills beat them by a touchdown. <laughs> if I were going to parlay mine, I would take. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If I were going to parlay mine, I think I would throw in 
I think I'll throw in Ravens Bengals under 46. I love that under. I was going to say that too. I love that Ravens Bengals under 46. I fucking love it. And Cincy, it's Skyline Chili. It's a <laughs> one o'clock game. It's the one o'clock okay. game. <laughs> Bengals look like they were ass. Ravens kind of looked ass last week, but they won big, but they were impressive. Yeah, I like the under there. Yes, sir. All right, well, just so I have it recorded while we're looking at my other bets, I've got Florida Atlantic plus 24 against Clemson. Uh, I think Clemson beats them pretty good, but I like Florida Atlantic together. And uh, I've got Max Homa and Justin Sided. First-round leader tomorrow morning, and that's it. Kyle, it's been fun. For sure. Um, one last question before we log off. Favorite – are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> ready. Okay. What is your favorite song from the band Infant Sorrow? <laughs> is it Furry Fox? Walls? Is it The Clap? Is it Bangers, Beans, and Mash? Or is it Inside <laughs> of You? I was going to say, it's Inside of You. <laughs> Inside. I think my favorite my favorite has to be uh, I think I like Bangers, Beans, and Mash My Bangers <laughs> Beans and Mash My Bangers and Mash <laughs> Alright, let's let's, that was, <laughs> let's log that off Alright, later Good luck this week, everybody Alright, man, later Later Come on, guys.